they're standing and they're applauding that dramatic performance by James Orville and Christopher Dean. Alex Bilodeau. It takes a lot to make him happy and he is clearly pleased. She's up, she's moving nicely. She's got it. Yes! yes. is off the podium an award-winning olympic <laughs> podcast as we come to you today for a special bonus episode uh, episode a reaction episode for us winning an award <laughs> yes as colin said it is a self-appreciation episode <laughs> one that i'm on so therefore it's going to go for a long time so thanks colin um it is, um, it's an honour. There we go. That's it. The end. Thanks for joining us. Uh, <laughs> we appreciate your time. We don't even know why we're doing this episode, so uh, bear with us. We'll see how this goes. Um, speaking of that man who said that comment, it is Winnipeg's only award-winning podcast host, we think. We're not sure. At the time of recording so, this, we don't Chris know Jericho the other winners. Let's, let's just try this out. Joining Chris Jericho as a Winnipeg podcast <laughs> winner or... Beating Chris Jericho as a Winnipeg podcast winner, uh, Colin Hooding. Hello, Colin. Welcome back. Hello, and um, I'm hoping I'm not going to get kicked off of this uh, <laughs> interview slash podcast slash uh, award acceptance today because uh, yes. my track record hasn't been good in the last week. Yes. Very brutally kicked off, by the way. I feel a bit <laughs> sorry for you that day. Um, and joining us is a guy who... He's too cool to be on acceptance speech interviews because he just he, he just doesn't talk to the media. He's just, he's just Jared Lubig. Uh, welcome back, Jared. Yeah, you know, just another award in my life. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, the only award-winning podcaster from Emu Plains, but that doesn't mean much when you're the only podcaster from Emu Plains. So, um, <laughs> just trying yeah, not Mer- to get a big head over everything, you know. The Meryl Streep of podcasting. I mean, Jared by Lubick. this time next year, Emu Plains is going to have their own award called the Lubick. That's yes. true. <laughs> when, when it's the podcast capital of the world. Yeah. <laughs> next year, welcome to the inaugural Lubics. Um, the Lubies. The, the, we got to call the Lubies. <laughs> the, the Emu Plains Podcast Awards presented by Telstra. Um, <laughs> so hopefully um, they'll get some better hosts than those hosts of the Australian Podcast Awards last year, who I'm still recovering from. So, uh Yes, anyway, um, th- this is, yeah, uh, why are we doing this episode? Um, to talk about <laughs> us, of course. Um, but f- for those who didn't see all the posts we probably shared on social media by now, uh, we won a sports <laughs> podcast award. Yay, we won something! Um, all those Olympians that suck can't win gold medals after they come on this show. <laughs> for uh, Jack Wallace and Charles Hamlin, they're a bunch of legends. The rest, you guys suck. What do we do? We enter a sports podcast <laughs> awards and we win in the first year. So come on. Uh, <laughs> uh, good to see we're getting some Olympians on in the future now on this show. But um, <laughs> it's it's exciting. Um, I'll start with you, Colin. How are you feeling? How did... I mean, look, let's be honest. We've known for a couple of weeks. We're obviously recording this yeah. uh, about nine days before it actually gets announced. So that's why, again, we don't know the other awards. Um, but... Yeah, it's it's pretty exciting, Colin. 
it, it's it's very exciting. Um, and I now feel so bad uh, knowing that we have cursed so many Olympians to not win <laughs> and we're on the podium and they're not. Uh, <laughs> I wish you hadn't said that. Now I just feel terrible. Uh, well, but, hang on. Before yeah. that, before they came on the show, we weren't an award-winning podcast. Now that we're an award-winning podcast, oh, it might right. be different. Yes. Yeah. N- this is your guarantee for a gold next time. Uh, mm-hmm. And this show can float for another three and a half years. Come on, Michaela um, but- Schifrin. You can do it. You can come on. You can win that gold. You can do it. Stop crashing. Get on <laughs> off the podium. Uh, we know we're not helping. Even, even we can't help Michaela. <laughs> well, congrats. She did just win the Crystal Globe, so well done for Michaela. You did something good, so well done. Yeah, boy, I'm sure she <laughs> loves that over Olympic medal. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I, I think that um, we have entered through our various podcasts. We've entered many of these things before, and I'm pretty sure every time you're like, hey, I'm thinking about entering this one, uh, do you want to split the fees or whatever? <laughs> it always comes down to, we're probably not going to win. And uh, we're probably not even going to be nominated. And I think that this is the only time we actually got nominated or we, we did get nominated last year. So that Australian was sort of the Australian precursor. podcast awards. Hello to them. Yeah. Great, great but, but organization. Of course, Australian podcasts are so much bigger than <laughs> the worldwide sports podcasts. Uh, yeah, so Australian Podcast Awards. Australia doesn't like us, but the world does. So <laughs> yeah, what was face, our competition on that one? Were they nominated for a sports podcast award? I don't think so. <laughs> but uh, but getting nominated for that one is sort of like, wow, we got nominated? Like, we're so used to entering these things and being ignored and deleted and... Uh, Off the uh, podium. Replied to, please never uh, reply to us again. <laughs> no, Ben, but, you're not that good. Stop talking about yourself. But like the, the last one was a surprise. And I think this one was an even bigger surprise because when it came out, we're like, wow, this one looks big. This looks official. This, this is covering everything. There's the NBC is on this one. We're competing against official networks, NBC and BBC. And, uh, you know, all, all, the, all the other ones people have actually heard of. So... <laughs> It definitely caught me off guard to even be nominated, let alone to actually win this thing. I mean, that was crazy. And uh, I'll I'll say it. I said it. I think uh, on our last episode that uh, the, the greatest success of this is that my wife has finally realized that this isn't just me talking to Ben and Jared and Noah and whoever else in a basement for a couple hours a week. That people are acknowledging you guys are decent. So she's listening to the show now. Now that we're an award-winning podcast, we have one more listener. Good to see that your wife finally appreciates your work. It only took you winning an award to do it. So um, she's not shallow at all. You, you, go off, you, you go off about me um, being that way. Um, let's be honest. I think the only reason why we probably got nominated for this one and won is because I actually put Jared's name on the entry this time. So they were straight away like, oh, Jared Lubeek? Um, they're absolutely of emu planes <laughs> of the Lubeeks <laughs> of the emu planes Lubeeks. Um, Jared, how did you feel? How 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 are you sitting with this one, Mister Mister Streep? I mean, again, it's just a casual Sunday for you winning an award, but uh, how how did you react to the message I sent that day that I got an email saying that we had won? That's uh, pretty awesome. I mean, I was I was pumped. I think um, acknowledging like the huge amount of effort that I put into this show. Um, <laughs> Calm down, Jared. <laughs> You're, you're it was putting more effort in. You've told you to take a step back with that. Yeah, yeah. Um, vindication for all those interviews and, and the time chasing up athletes that I've spent. No, I think um, 
it's huge. It's exciting. It's official. Like Colin said, it's a legitimate podcast award. Um, yeah, it's just fun. It's it's nice to know that uh, there's people out there listening, that the show's appreciated, that the fact that it is a bit more um, casual and humorous, that people appreciate that, um, that we don't have the budget, obviously, that some of those other nominees have, but still, you know, the, the people love it. Well, just to clarify, the Australian Podcast Awards are a real podcast award. We're just bitter we didn't win one. So, um, yeah. <laughs> Did Moon Man win? Uh, I, I, I don't think. No, he didn't. No. It was that yeah, SBS there you go. guy. The, um, the, from where we came or whatever it was. That guy. Who, like, But again, we got beaten by like at least a somewhat famous guy. He's on the feed yeah. or whatever it's called, Jared. You know the guy I'm talking about. That guy. Yeah. Cool. Good for him. Well... Um, <laughs> <laughs> I, I think uh, one of the things just to add what Jared was saying, we don't have the budget of some of these other shows. We certainly don't have the budget of like major networks, uh, but even some of the other uh, podcasts, I, I think that um, when this came out and you voted and y- you realize you can listen to the however many minutes the entries are for the, the people, the uh, montages or whatever that's put together, uh, even listening to those, I think you sort of commented, you're like, you know, had I known, you know, that you could go all out with this, I might've put, more effort into our entry like even we were listening to it thinking like you know this is very Pain simple but, it, but, yeah, exactly. <laughs> but, but what i liked is that it wasn't just oh here we're gonna have a fancy production towards how we're going to present the show we basically said hey and we've got this and we played a clip of an interview we got this and played a clip of an interview we do this and we do the olympic coverage like we, we kind of just showed all the different sides of the show and, and that's the other thing is that this our show <laughs> not to be a pat on the back but um our show it, it uh it, we, we don't have like one consistent thing we do we're not just doing interviews we're doing the olympic coverage and sometimes it is goofy and I, I you know even with jamie listening to some of our interviews uh she's like oh yeah this person was really funny and then the, another one is like oh that was a really sad interview like she's listening to jamie Saleh when she, that one's really sad so it, it, it's good that we we don't really know what type of show we are and yet we acknowledge that on air and uh somehow it works but now, I, I, I was glad seeing the competition that we were up against and what they put out there and to even just be considered, forget about the win, but to be considered in the same nomination category as some of those other shows. I mean, let, let's give a shout out to the production values of a lot of those other shows and the work that some of these other fan podcasts uh, that were nominated as well have put out there. And I think a lot of what we're doing with this, you know, inflate our ego episode is um, obviously sort of with the announcement of the award, like we're dropping this basically the day of the award being announced. So we, we don't even know what the ceremony's like or anything along those lines. And let's be honest, we are actually up for like the podcast of the year award now that we won a category. All the category winners go up then for like, you know, the pot. So for fuck's sake, we could be the, the sports podcast of the year. We don't know yet. That one hasn't been told to us. Or maybe it has been told to the winner and we just don't know. But anyway, obviously we didn't win. So what a, what a crap award this is. But um, it's, you're talking about that snippet, um, and, you know, fun fact, when it comes to entering these awards, generally you submit like, you know, hey, give us a 10-minute clip. And generally what they do is it's just like, you know, compile three clips from three different episodes. You know, there's there's never like a come in and give an introduction. It's just literally a clip show, right? So this one they sort of ask you to, you know, t- sell your show but, like, the thing that goes back to the, oh, I would have put a bit more effort into it. Like, I put a bit of effort into it. Like, I, you know, I thought I did okay. Oh, yeah. But I think, I think what the difference is is that, like, I didn't actually know that that would... Like, I didn't know how this worked in terms of everyone will vote 
and you will play a clip of your show and then people will hear that clip. So if they had said like, hey, provide a clip, a 10-minute clip, sell your show and this will be you know, heard by people who vote for you, then maybe I would have been like, oh, okay, then like people are going to hear this. I only assume the judges were going to hear what mm. uh, put together. So um, when I heard the clips of the other shows, I was like, oh, okay. Um, so I think kind of like this episode. <laughs> I didn't get yeah, the memo. <laughs> no, but like literally like I, I heard and, and it, a lot of that came down to that, yeah, we're up against some podcasts that are being put together by the BBC and NBC. So they've got, you know, a little bit more, you know, they actually have producers who do this, not just one of the hosts who hosts the show. Um, so, yeah, and I think like a lot of reason us doing this episode too is, you know, we want to sort of acknowledge and talk about the fellow nominees, whereas we put together obviously our short sort of one minute acceptance speech. Uh, we were interviewed. Um, and were we? I was interviewed. Um, <laughs> and it came down that, you know, we didn't necessarily get a chance to thank each of the other, you know, nominees and talk about them and everything as well. So um, it's a process. And barely the away- listeners. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, you know, it's 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 not this illusion of you just wake up like oh Friday, oh nominated for another award, oh whoops, let's get on with it. I mean, we're not all Jared, um, but you know, there's a bit of a process involved. But it's kind of it's it's interesting how it works. But did you? I'll start. I don't. I mean, Jared, I, I know you obviously probably voted five hundred times every day, so I'm sure you listened to each of the other nominees, but. I don't know if you listened to each of the other clips of the other shows or were overly familiar. Because I'll be honest with you, like I was only familiar with about three of our other sort of people in our category. There were definitely a couple of the podcasts nominated alongside of us that I sadly didn't know exist, but I'm glad I know that exists now. So, uh, I mean, Jared, were you familiar with the others? Did you like listening to their clips? You're thinking, Ben, you put together a shit little package. How the fuck did we win? Um, yeah. I hadn't listened to any of the others beforehand, but listening to their clips, like, it was just interesting, I suppose, the different perspective that each of them had. Obviously, when you've got kind of bigger networks, uh, like we've mentioned, there's kind of more budget and, and like the production quality is, is really high and they're obviously going for a different angle with kind of their interviews and coverage than we are. So it was just nice to get a bit of an insight into what else is out there. Um, and, yeah, just the fact that it is, I suppose, this like broader community like covering the Olympics, it's, it's nice to know like that um, – there's other people out there, like there's space for kind of multiple athletes to get interviewed across like multiple platforms. So, um, yeah, it was just cool to see. Colin, you, um, I think mentioned to me that you started listening to a couple of these, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. that you kind of heard a few of these clips. And I mean, I think you listen to them more than you listen to us. <laughs> Almost. <laughs> I, I do love us, uh, at least a little bit more, but, uh, <laughs> Even going back, well. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Now that Jamie, Jamie's telling me I have to like our show now, uh, I never used to listen to it. Like, you got to listen, listen to your own you. show. <laughs> <laughs> but but even going back before these awards uh, and before even the the Australian podcast awards, uh, that that mention that we got in the New York Times uh, <laughs> that we found out about several months later. I mean, also another thing because this this was I think for a long time this was our 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 third show. It was. Oh yeah, and if we have time, we'll do something for off the podium. <laughs> just uh, through the lead up to Tokyo, I guess a lot of it was the delay of the Tokyo Games, and just really wanted to talk about the Olympics. Um, that uh, we started producing more content, but even with that one, I, I remember being like, "Wow, there's more podcasts out there." I think I was familiar with one other Olympic podcast, and it was Keep the Flame Alive because you know they're 
kind enough to follow us online. <laughs> uh, yep. But then when I started to see through the New York Times article and then when these awards came out, seeing how many different types of Olympic podcasts there were out there, uh, it, it was great to be able to listen. And then, yeah, I subscribe to as many of these shows that I can find. Uh, I, I think that some of them are fantastic. I, I like that, you know, we're in a category with some other fan podcasts, you know, just fans who are like, we're going to start a show. Uh, some that are hosted by athletes, some that are the official produced ones. You know, it, it is kind of weird to be competing with these official produced ones uh, because that, that that's almost the bragging rights right there. You know, we're in a category with the BBC and with the NBC and everything like that. But uh, but yeah, there, there's I, I, I think it's good to have something like the Sports Podcast Awards because there are podcast awards out there where typically there is a sports category. And even aside from our category, uh, I remember when the voting opened up and I'm like, oh, these are all the ones just on skiing. There is a skiing yeah. category. <laughs> yeah, there's just E-games. so E-sports exactly. Is, yeah, uh, there's so many different uh, you know types of categories that they boiled it down to. And you're not getting like second rate podcasts in here. I mean, just listening to the other nominees in our category, subscribing to some of the shows, just discovering other podcasts through some of the other categories outside of our own too. It's fantastic to see how much is out there. It's so fascinating to me and, and I'm sure both of you as well that Colin, you saw you and I kind of met our podcasting journey, what, like a year or two into survivor Oz, Jared, I think you might've been in the same year that Colin came in. I, I can't honestly remember like a year um, later year later maybe but like this was still very fresh in podcasting like when i got involved in podcasting it wasn't you know that common it was still kind of just like oh yeah podcasting what's that you'd always have to explain what the fuck a podcast was Mm. now since we started this episode you know uh every single person listening has started their own podcast like it's kind of like it's everyone has a podcast now um but it's what's great about these awards is that yeah as you're saying the diversity of how many different sports podcasts there are, the fact that pretty much in what, like about 20 or 30 categories, there's like eight nominees in every single one. You know, as you said, there's no disrespect to skiing, but like there's a skiing category. Um, I mean, there wasn't like a lacrosse category or like a, you know, uh, a bocce category, maybe next year, guys. But um, Oh, it, let's it, start it. It's um, like sort of the only podcast I actually listen to. I don't listen to this crap that you're listening to right now, but um, I listen to a Formula One podcast because I'm a big Formula One fan and the one that I listened to was nominated. I don't know if it won. It wasn't leading on the leaderboard (laughs) for the entire time, so I I assume it didn't. But, um, you know, the fact... Because, like, that's produced by Formula One. That's, like, an official Formula One podcast. So it's kind of like to see that you're going up against some of these other shows and categories. Like Michael Johnson didn't get nominated for his podcast for the Olympics. Like um, his was, I think maybe in the, uh, the, um, the, not the equality category. He was, he's like, cause he does like something where I think he like talks to athletes about mental health and things like that. So like to see that it's like, well, Michael Johnson's getting nominated for award. You talked a lot about Chris Jericho, Colin, um, you know, and all these other categories where you've got these big names in the sports getting nominated. Um, it's kind of, it's pretty cool to just, yeah, even be nominated and, you know, it's, it's a little unique because the Australian podcast was, we didn't get nominated for a sports uh, award. We got nominated for like creativity, which is cool in itself. It was a category that I don't think we knew existed. And so when they're reading out the nominees and it's like, wait, we didn't enter that. Why are we being nominated for that? (laughs) But like, all right, (laughs) we'll take it. Um, but yeah, uh, it's, I think the other, um, nominees in our group, like, 
as you said, keep the flame alive. Very familiar with them. Uh, you know, we've interacted a lot with them on social media. Uh, I mean, they just literally went to Beijing. So, like, they were going there kind of doing media stuff in Beijing. They produced their own pins. I don't know if you saw that, but, like, they were they had their own pins that they made that they were trading over there. Like, I mean, God, we don't have a budget barely to, like, afford Zoom. Uh, so, I don't, I don't think we're going to be in, like, Paris in a few years. But we'll talk. Well, maybe we'll put some pennies together. Uh, we're an award-winning podcast now. Maybe we'll get invited. Uh, hello, Mr. I mean, Mr. Jamie Bart. will sign up. Jamie will sign up on our Patreon or something. Maybe Jared can sell some of his um, trophies and help us get there or something <laughs> along those lines. But, um, yeah, like, it's 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 fascinating to see the different uh, ones who are nominated. I mean, like, we're just trying to brag that we beat the NBC and the BBC. Oh, fuck it, we are bragging. Like, come on, guys, pick your game up. Um, you're spending all your money broadcasting the Olympics. Make your podcasting better. Um, but, like... We had Apollo Ono on, obviously, early in the year. And then recently he was actually on. The, so the NBC podcast were up against my new favorite mm. Olympian. He actually was on that in the lead up to Beijing. And just literally even seeing their social media of how they're putting out a clip of like, hey, here's our chat with Apollo Ono. Like, remember how big he was like in the Olympics and all sort of stuff. And <laughs> I'm sort of reading that going like, what? what? What's so funny about that? Am I, am I fat shaming it, it Apollo almost sounded Ono? Like, it, almost, it almost sounded like a backhanded uh, compliment. Of, hey, remember when Apollo Ono was famous? <laughs> What's well, NBC? They've got like, it's America. They've got so many Olympians, you know? Um, but it's just... Little things like that where you go like, okay, like these are some pretty cool podcasts. And I literally go, how the fuck did we beat these people? Like, yeah. I mean, it's, it really is that. Um, I don't know if I had a question out of all that. I was just going on and talking and self-appreciating myself, Colin. Um, it, it's, it, it, well, I, th- I think I kind of get where you're going with it before you forgot what you're going to say. Uh, <laughs> I don't know if that's the case, but, uh, you know, it's not like you expect to hear six or seven other shows that are exactly like yours. I think what we found that's great is that all these shows are completely different and not just the way that they cover, you know, during the Olympics, but in the buildup, the the types of focus that they have on the shows. Uh, There was one show that, you know, wasn't nominated that I remember uh, finding. And I think I even told you about it back during uh, last summer when we just got the mention in the New York times. Uh, It was an entire podcast just dedicated to the gymnastics event during the Australian, uh, the Sydney Olympics. And it looks like they're gearing up for a season two where they're going to do, we're going to focus on one event of an Olympics and just tell the dramatic story about that. I mean, there's so many different types of podcasts out there that can even cover something obscure as an Olympics category. Cause I think if you were to tell people, Oh yeah, I have an Olympics podcast. It's kind of like, you know, <laughs> your joke when, when, uh, you told people about, oh, yeah, you know, I got a podcast that covers just film and movies, or Oz Network. I got a podcast that does the Olympics, and then I got a podcast that does James Bond. And of all things, they're like the James Bond one is like, well, what do you have to talk about? It's like you think the Olympics would be the one you'd struggle, but there's there's no struggle to come up with Olympic content, apparently. It, it does fascinate me. By the way, I listen to 007, great show, um, that people question, how do you talk about James? I'm like... It's been going for 60 years, right? Like, I mean, yeah. it's, you know, like, I would, like, would you question if I was doing an MCU one? Like, I mean, that's been going for, like, 15 years. Um, it's got about the same amount of movies. But um, it's actually, it's, it's funny because, like, sometimes when I mention I do an Olympics one, people, their first question is, like, like just during the Olympics? Like, what do you do in between the Olympics? Um, and really before Tokyo, not much, apparently. But um, it it's, because, like, it's interesting, too, like you're saying about how you've kind of got your real niche Olympic ones. Like I know, for example, at the Australian Olympic Committee sort of 
I, I don't know if they still do it, but they did obviously like their Sydney 2000 reflective one when it was a 20th anniversary. I know that Matt Denny was kind of doing some interviews with some uh, Winter Olympians in the lead up to Beijing. So it's a bit more sporadic. And then even Channel 7, so they had Lydia Lassila doing a whole bunch of, um, you know, interviews in the lead up to Beijing as a side podcast. And I think they had, um, I think Dave Colbert was doing one back during Tokyo or in the lead up to Tokyo last year. So they, they're kind of more sporadic and only really care about it when the Olympics are on. So yeah. Um, it is kind of interesting to see these other ones going there, but like we, I, I want to mention each of the the ones we were up against because I think it's kind of people who are listening to this going like, oh my god, they're so up themselves. They're doing an episode uh, on them winning an award. We'll go listen to these other seven then because I don't know if they're doing the hey, we lost an award episode. Let's talk about how good we still are, and they should. Each of you should. Um, so destination Tokyo, uh, the Olympic mile, my defining moments are oh, off the podium. That's pretty good. Um, my new favorite Olympian, keep the flame alive, a winning mindset, lessons from the Paralympics and equal to achieving disability equality. Like I look at those last two and I'm thinking like they're legit podcasts with legit messages. Um, like these are the ones that should be winning this. <laughs> like I want to know lessons from the Paralympics. I want to know yeah. about achieving disability equality. Not three idiots sitting in their bedrooms, basically <laughs> bagging out Michaela Shitfren. Um, like I mean, come on, how do we win awards? Um, Jared, were, were those two any that you sort of? Well, any, I mean, you just mentioned about listening to them, but I mean, are you on board a winning mindset? Did you learn any lessons from the Paralympics or achieving disability equality? And why should they have won over us? I mean, the fact that there's a whole podcast space on the Paralympics where we dedicate kind of one episode <laughs> for the entire event, um, I think. Had like two guests itself. from the Paralympics on in our <laughs> yeah. series. So, yep, yep. Um, well, it's nice for them to have coverage. It's, I mean, it's, it's better than Channel 7's coverage. Shout out to Channel 7. Thanks for letting us bag you out. And, and I think that helped. <laughs> and give me a job. <laughs> How did that happen? Are they going to take um, you back now that you're an award winner? They did offer me a job to the Commonwealth Games. So, I mean, I mustn't have been that bad. <laughs> but, uh, I mean, yeah, Colin, did you, like, listen to... Were those two ones that you listened to? Again, the real ones with real messages. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, the, the, I couldn't find those like on the, the Stitcher that I use. I couldn't find those ones on there. Um, the Olympic Mile uh, is an interesting one, and uh, and keep the flame alive. You know, I, I find those ones are interesting. Uh, I, I I just had a revelation though when you were talking about oh we've only done one episode and interviewed two para- Paralympic athletes. Uh, so we're at like fifty percent success now with Paralympic interviews. True. Well so, done, Jack. Th- th- there we go. I mean, that, that that's our problem. That's the curse. The curse is we're talking to too many Olympians and we need more Paralympians on there. We can guarantee a gold. If you're a Paralympian and you want a gold, come on our show. 50% chance. In all fairness, though, Joni was the flag bearer back in Pyeongchang. She just got injured in training. So, I mean, she was like, you know, bookie favorite to win. She just got <laughs> injured before she could compete. So, again, flag bearers, pretty bloody good chance of being a flag bearer if you come on this show. I mean, we've got a very good success rate of that. So... That counts. And shout out to Jack Wallace too. Saw his uh, social media at the time of recording this. And he's already into training mode for canoe. He's getting ready for Paris. Yeah. So, um, you know, he obviously didn't quite make Tokyo. So uh, we'll see how we, we go. So the thing that I find like really interesting is that like, you know, you talk about there, Colin, about pre-Tokyo. Like we very nearly didn't do anything during Tokyo. Like it was, there was moments there like where it didn't look like we were even going to be back for that. And we went a good 
year and a bit without doing an episode. I think it was sort of after our Commonwealth Games back in 2018. We didn't really come together until um, I think I think we did a Tokyo sort of like previewish one, but. Then there was a good, I think until Tokyo got postponed, we hadn't done anything in about a year, hadn't even done any interviews. So it's kind of like we went very silent there for a while. Um, and then now, you know, we're obviously in a nice little pocket where we've got interviews and, you know, we had pretty much daily interviews in the lead up to Beijing. So um, it's kind of interesting how, like I think you mentioned it too, Colin, that of all the shows that we do, there was definitely a period of time where Off the Podium wasn't really a priority for, for most of mm-hmm. us. Like, you know, Oz Network obviously is always keeps us busy. Double Oz 7 was good for a while. Um, I'm just naming all the shows here that people can listen to everything else that we do. Um, Euros Vision, Jared, again, I guess we can't really talk about that, now that's can we? The, now that's the, uh, the ugly stepchild, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I want to do one this year. Don't worry. Um, America's Song Contest just started. I don't know if you've watched it, but anyway. Um, so it's kind of like it's interesting how that was there because, um, yeah, you said in the before, Colin, and you said in our acceptance speech about how this was something that we just kind of put together and did. I don't know where I'm going with this. I'm just giving behind-the-scenes stories of Off the Podium, uh, the, <laughs> the tell-all story from the award-winning podcast coming to NBC this fall. Well, I mean, it, it, it should be mentioned. I mean, <laughs> We don't want to come across like we're lazy or anything like ultimately what it is, is well, kind of, uh, yes, but like, um, I'm old enough when this show, when the show started, <laughs> the original idea was that we would only talk about this during the Olympics. And I, I don't even think that the original idea was we would do a daily show. It was just, mm. oh, we'll do an episode or two on the Olympics. And then it's like, well, yeah. let's do a daily thing. And it wasn't even supposed to be its own show. It was supposed to be a segment on another podcast so it's sort of just a happy accident that uh we even had a title of the show off the podium by the time uh the rio came along and i'm pretty sure it was during rio that we basically said you know it would be fun to talk to some of these people and again that just sort of came together after so a lot of what we've done over the last uh let's say a year and a half since uh, the the postponement of Tokyo is where things really started uh, ramping up. Uh, it, it all sort of just slowly built over a few years of, oh, you know, this is kind of cool. We can interview some of these people now. And uh, the, the, I, w- I will say the postponement of Tokyo was a big thing because I think we were just excited about the Olympics. And suddenly the, you had a lot of these athletes that we were getting ready to talk to after the Olympics. That's one of the other things we should say is, a lot of the absences we've had online is like, well, we're waiting to see the next group of athletes that we need to talk to, you know? And then when Tokyo was postponed, it almost was like, you know, a a gift from the gods. Uh, All these people are sitting at home now and they really want to talk about what's going on. They want to talk about whether or not they're going to make it in another year if the games are delayed. And that sort of started to get a lot of people back on the show again. And I'll also say after Tokyo, the amount of guests that you somehow lined up uh, was insane. We're still going off of ones that have been recorded before Beijing now, uh, and we're well removed from Beijing. Uh, and let's also throw it out there, and I, I, I'm pretty sure in my 20 seconds I had as I was counting down the clock during my accepted speech, you know, I mentioned the support of the athletes I think has been huge uh, as well as just listeners, but just the athlete support we've had over the last couple of months has been fantastic. Uh, you don't really expect a lot of these people when you do the interviews 
to even care about the interview. You know, sometimes you get those athletes where they're like, this is just another interview. I'm going to forget your name and I'm going to forget the name of the podcast when it's over. And we we've had so many all the way from the beginning, you know, some of these people we're re-interviewing now. It's amazing when we do the second interview to realize that they remember you three or four years later, you know, Uh, a lot of these athletes that support us, even while Beijing was going on, they're liking our social media posts. We're getting people who are sending us pictures now as part of our questionnaires at the end. In a couple days later, they're like, here, I wanted to share this with you. Appropriate uh, pictures, I, by the way. It's appropriate not just pictures, like, hey, yeah. he's, I'm, I'm bored, what are you up to? Um, yeah, exactly. You know, <laughs> you know, I, 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 you know I, I mentioned it several times, the fact that John Montgomery fulfilled a promise that he had on the interview three or four months later <laughs> and sent me an email and it's like, Hey, you know, I, I finally found this and I wanted to show it to you. A lot of the athletes that have gotten behind our show. I mean, I think that's been a huge part of it because it's not only helping to get our name out there, but it, it's showing the people that this show is about that they genuinely are, you know, excited to talk to us in some of these cases. Uh, and then just, you know, want to support the show as well. The way we're, we want to support these athletes, they're supporting the show. And I think that's been the biggest surprise is the athletes that are actually getting on board and saying, hey, good job, guys. <laughs> Pat on the back. Um, a happy accident, by the way, was our secondary title for this show. So uh, nearly, nearly <laughs> came out. Um, Jared, before I have a question for you, like, yeah, I I agree with everything you said. And it's, it's, it's interesting because... I don't know about you, Colin, you do all these podcasts as well, but like it's sort of people often ask like, what's your favorite to do? And um, let's be honest, it's not Eurovision because we apparently uh, don't do that enough. It's the qualifying lap rebooted and coming soon in 2027. Um, But like often I will say off the podium just because we're an award-winning podcast now, clearly. Um, But it's a fact that, you know, for a lot of 2021, I sat in my bedroom and interviewed Olympians, Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like, I sat in my bedroom in my pajama pants and some sort of decent shirt and interviewed Kieran Perkins. Um, like, you know, it's cool. It's, it's it sounds Occasionally pretty cool. we wore pants. Nobody Occasionally. will ever know. Jared never does. Um, he doesn't need to with all the awards that he's won. But um, it, like, for example, uh, spoiler alert, in a couple of weeks, uh, we will be having back on the show uh, Dean Hewitt and Tyler Gill. Uh, you know, who, let's be honest, we made a thing. We had on before <laughs> anyone else did. Uh, I actually looked that shit up and like you cannot find an interview with them on a podcast before we did and then they were on a few more in the lead up to uh, Beijing and now Jesus Christ podcast coming left everyone cares about them but like that was one of my favorite interviews I did last year and not to pump up the tires of this interview in a couple of weeks it's even better uh, you know now that they're Olympians uh, so maybe this show will get better now that we've won an award I don't know. Um, but it's just, it is things like that where I definitely appreciate the fact that you can have people like that who, you know, let's be honest, when you get them on, not many people know, people are learning about them and then they become somewhat a little bit more known and they're still like, literally that was just flick, you know, then both a message on Instagram and they're just like, absolutely. We're free this Sunday. You want to do a chat? Like it was, it was that simple. Whereas, you know, like, oh, God, don't get us started on, like, Ali Luti now. Like, now that she's won a medal, mm-hmm. like, oh, she doesn't even want to associate she with She won't have time um, for us. Oh, Ali, I know but, you're listening. Um, yeah. Uh, just just along those lines, I, mean, I, I think that's interesting that uh, is this the exciting show for us because we get to talk to so many people that maybe your average person on the street doesn't know who uh, some of these athletes are. Except Jared definitely That's my favourite part of it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, but but it, it's funny, you know, when we first start, it's like, oh, you know, I can't believe we just interviewed this person, just interviewed Charles Hamlin. 
And during these Olympics, it, it, it was weird every once in a while where I'd, I'd be like watching it. And I'm like, do you know, sometimes I forget like how many of these people I've actually talked to. Like yeah. it, it's it's a huge number that we've interviewed. And, and I'm not saying it's just like, uh, oh, now it's just nothing at all. But I, it, what's interesting is that sometimes it is those athletes that you haven't heard of that uh, are the, the ones that turn out to be the best interviews you know jamie's listening to the show now and she's like give me a couple this is really good like give me a couple more interviews that i should listen to and i'm finding some and some of the ones are ones like you know obviously even even somebody who doesn't follow the olympics in canada is gonna know mandy bujol because of her story but they're not gonna know ali luti you know but yet that is one of the best interviews that we've had on the show and sometimes it is just discovering these athletes that when you're you're emailing off the the federation of whatever uh or the 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 canadian fencing board or whatever and and you find a max von haster uh that they just say here's the guy and you're like oh you have to google him before the interview and then they turn out to be so fantastic you know those are some of the best interviews and some of the best athletes we've had on and legitimately the majority of our ski jumping and nordic combined people that we had in the lead up to beijing they were all those ones because like again it all like and that, that just came down to me being like a pokemon collector where it's like fuck the only sport we haven't had on is ski jumping and like you would interview the, like you would contact so many people you'd contact and then no one would reply like fuck like i really want to get a ski jumper on mm-hmm. and all of a sudden when it rains it pours um and then just kind of everybody came and we got very lucky uh and you know, bobsled too yeah bobsled yeah um you know it sort of happens that way jared i was going to ask you sort of going back to colin's point about I guess when we first started this and we thought it was just going to be a segment and we didn't even know it was going to be daily, it turned into daily. And now that's, I, like, I, I still like, as much as I love the interviews, of course I love the interviews. To me, the bread and butter is still during an Olympics. Um, like I, I love doing it daily. Like it's, it's a fucking marathon. Um, but it's like, it, it's fun. Like I, I love being able to do that during an Olympics. It's just, it's there. But do you, I, I think we talked about this maybe in our hundredth episode that we did, but like, Jared, do you remember when we started and kind of thinking like how this was going to turn out? And like, do you kind of regret that we're daily during an Olympics and think I just want to <laughs> sleep? Like these guys have weird times that they want to record. Fuck Colin for being in Canada. Like, I mean, I, I, I don't know how you sort of felt and how it's sort of grown now, which again, this is kind of our thing we do during an Olympics. Yeah, I do remember starting out thinking, okay, this will be like a this will be like a one off or like like a recap, maybe maybe one episode each each week during during the Olympics. Um, but I'm glad that it it turned out to more because it's just I love just talking about like the events and stuff. But I think there's also um, it's just fun picking up on stuff that like you would have missed if I was just watching it. The fact that there's like two other people watching it to talk about it, like. I get so much more out of those that like two weeks of Olympics than I, than I would otherwise. So as much as like, yeah, the time zone sucks. Um, but I mean, I'm a night owl anyway, so it, it kind of works. Um, yeah, it's just, it's just fun. I feel like it's fun. Um, I think, and I hope that people understand that, uh, when we're paying people out, uh, it is very tongue in cheek. Um, mostly. <laughs> mostly. <laughs> Except for whatever country we're hating on this week, you know, um but it is it's just it's it's fun from that point of view of of i think not being an elite sports person not knowing kind of that environment and then and then putting your two cents in and acting and it's that whole like armchair expert angle that's just it's just fun and it's fun to learn about new sports to to um 
try and figure out how they work. And I think the interviews help with that as well. And, and the exposure and, um, yeah, it's just, a, it's just a great two weeks of content and it, and it rolls around so quickly. It does. Like, particularly and between, I suppose like between like the winter and just the summer Olympics, two years, obviously, but just at, even between like summer games, like the whole, like four years just goes so, so fast, so quickly. We've, we've done four now. Uh, hard to believe that uh, obviously with Rio, Tokyo, Pyeongchang and Beijing, do you have a favorite Jared of those four that we've done? I feel like the nostalgia factor is heavy for Rio. Um, <laughs> Bat horse. <laughs> yeah. But then Pyeongchang as well, because of moguls, you know, I think it's just like, it probably wasn't as, as great at the time, but looking back, it's just fun. Oh, and the hair montage. I mean, I just feel like Rio, we were in our element, bagging out Channel 7, hating on the French, oh. you know. It was just, it was a good time. The good times when I wasn't employed by them and I could say what I wanted. Um, I couldn't find that hair montage, by the way, Jared. I looked through all of my Rio footage and I just, I could not find it. So maybe I never recorded it. Um, Colin, do you have a favourite of the four that we've done? You know, I would lean towards Rio just because I think it was the only one where I wasn't completely exhausted. Um, <laughs> the... The one thing we should mention, which I'm sure people can work out the math is like we're in different time zones. And I, I remember coming into Tokyo, being excited that uh, knowing we would have to work out some type of accommodation uh, where we'd record the same time as Jared. But originally, when Tokyo was going to happen, you you know, we would be in the same time zone and then turned out we weren't. And uh, I, <laughs> I always end up being the guy who's setting his alarm for five in the morning while he's on vacation. But the funny thing is that's not the part that bothers me. Like I, if I go back to Pyeongchang, we recorded all over the place. We didn't have a set mm. time. There were some days yeah. where we would record and it would be four thirty-five in the morning for me. And then there were other days we'd record and it would be five, five thirty, six o'clock in the evening for me. Uh, but, uh, but I, I think with, with Rio, it was the fact that I got to watch everything in its entirety because i i told jamie i'm so excited for paris because it's going to be somewhere in the middle for us as far as when the events are taking place and uh the more exciting thing being i'll get to watch these events in the entirety because during the last two olympics tokyo and beijing it was a lot of scrambling for me to watch an hour or two in the evening if i had time and then wake up an hour or two before we record to actually watch the events. Otherwise, I got nothing to talk about. But Rio was like the perfect time zone for me. So I, I knew between all three of us, I was going to have the best chance at catching everything and being informed. But uh, I, I will also say Pyeongchang, I think, was was fun, despite the fact that it was so chaotic for the scheduling. Uh, and I think being the first Winter Olympics, and uh, I, I can't remember, Jared, if you're on the same page, but, you know, Ben Ben and I have both said, like, the Winter Olympics to us is the Olympics. The summer is, like, the the step the step brother of the Winter Olympics. It, it, the, the Winter Olympics is kind of the real deal, and it was so much fun doing that. And um, also being the first time that we were able to root for athletes and ruin athletes' careers <laughs> through bad luck. <laughs> Hello, uh, Brick Cox. Exactly. She will Andy definitely Naughty. win a gold. Britt Cox, I, I still can never, uh, I, I can never apologize enough to Britt Cox or Andy Naughty for ruining them. <laughs> going in there. And that's on me. Ben didn't do those interviews. That was on yep. me. But, uh, but yeah, like all, all four of them kind of have their own, you have your own memories of them. And I think what's been most interesting is that I remember when Rio started, seeing the amount of downloads we were getting during the Rio Olympics 
and being surprised uh, when we first started the show to see there is an audience out there, which kind of, you know, let's give a hand to the people, the listeners who actually uh, keep us on the air and voted for us uh, to win a sports podcast award here. Uh, we were shocked at how many people wanted to listen about Olympic coverage during the Olympics. And I think the most interesting is we do the interviews and that's some of the more fun stuff for us. But a lot of the downloads you'll get for interviews will depend on that athlete, how much they're willing to promote the interview sometimes is the factor, how big of an athlete they are, how big of a name. Uh, the people who listen during the Olympics, though, they don't care what we talk about. They're yeah. there for 16 days straight and our downloads are consistent for 16 days straight. And as big of an athlete as we have on, it's, with the exception of Tessa Virtue, who's going to get more downloads than <laughs> I think there are humans on the planet. Um, I don't think we have any interview as big as the athlete is that gets as many listeners as we get during those 16 days during the Olympics. So, I mean, the people out there who just want to listen to people talk about random sports every single day, some of which they are definitely not experts on. I mean, that I think is the most surprising thing about doing this show. And that's one of the reasons that we love covering everything daily during the Olympics because people actually want to listen to us. And it's, it's always interesting seeing the spike in like listeners and seeing like the graphs of everything when you look at our stats and it's kind of um, what's been great is that, you know, Tokyo really was like, well, okay. And then I was thinking like, I don't think we're going to reach those highs of, of Tokyo. Cause you know, we were mentioned in the New York times and Blogspot and all those kind of things. And whereas Beijing was an increase in listeners from Tokyo, like it was actually quite surprising. So um, it was nice, but um, I think like, I agree with both of you. Like each of the four that we've done definitely has had the moments. I mean, yeah, Rio does have that real, charm about it because again we didn't really know what we were doing um it sort of it just flowed through like all that sort of stuff colin you muted boom, boom i'm muted. i was <laughs> i was just saying like, a lot of podcast right here colin's still muting himself there we go i mean the audience would have never known if you hadn't called it out ben well uh, no. we've won an award now <laughs> until one of us I, tests positive for drugs we've got this so it's fine uh, uh, the only thing we test positive for is COVID on this show, except for Jared. He's the one clean one. But uh, uh, no, we literally had no clue. I don't even think we 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 came up with, we just had like a loose format. And then the first yeah. day of the Olympics, it was winging it. And everything we've done since then is, just, well, day one of Rio worked pretty well. Let's keep it up. Yeah. And like segments and things like that, it just kind of it flowed. I, I One thing I think I regret from any of our Olympics, which looking back doesn't really hold up well was um ben's wife of the day or whatever the hell that was back in rio um <laughs> not our proudest moment um you know just while we're being honest um so yeah that that maybe was a bit cringe but um yeah pyeongchang was definitely a blast just because again winters it was a bit all over the place um, kind of just uh, a unique experience i think for that um tokyo obviously was just hilariously fun and just like the element of all the extra commentary that we went out of our way to do and just uh sorry colin i know we bring this up all the time but colin's reactions to half of the things were brilliant um throwing a chair you know i mean come on brilliant um and yeah even beijing just was great uh on so many levels uh breaking the curse um the official gold curse before colin has a bit of a chat about that um getting covid all the fun stuff um <laughs> the covid oh, games the covid games <laughs> um but but even like some of the other things that, that we've added along the way like yeah interviews great but like it's 
you know, doing that Paralympics episode for Tokyo uh, was great. Um, the Commonwealth Games episodes that we did back during Gold Coast, you know, was, was unique. And then sort of looking ahead, like, um, to doing what we're doing this year. And then even even that's some of the rankings episodes we did. Like, I loved, like, ranking the medals and, like, yeah. you know, talking about the sports episode that Jared would always sort of talk about doing. And then talking about the Hobart Olympics was brilliant, um, you know. And then and the fact we got to be on an episode where Australia won an Olympics. So, like, we've got an Olympics in 10 years and hopefully we'll be able to do the same if Vancouver wins it in, like, 2030 or 2034. So, it's kind of... Yeah, we've grown, we've grown, boys. Come on, look at us, you know, growing up um, along the way. I, uh, one thing, though, I think, Colin, you mentioned it. Um, we, we did this in our thank you speech. We did this in our, well, my interview. Colin got kicked off. Uh, we'll talk, <laughs> I want to talk about that quickly in a second. But, like, um, to our listeners and to people who voted, like, I jokingly said, if we win, we will thank everybody individually. And that's because I thought, like, three people would vote for us and we'd know. Uh, so I, 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 I can't thank you people who voted thank you for doing it jared every day when you jumped on there fifty thousand times good job um but it's like it does it does mean a lot to us you know like here we are sitting for an hour talking about how amazing we are but it's um you know thank god they didn't just like go for us and our thank you speech like yeah as long as you want guys uh we'd be screwed did you guys did did you guys have to do multiple takes of that uh, to get it at 20 seconds first time you know what are you talking about (laughs) Jared's first time, Jared. First take, Jared. Um, <laughs> I, I honestly, I like. I, I don't know if you guys like wrote things down. I just kind of said like, okay, this is in my head what I think I'll say. Yeah, I probably took about mm-hmm. like ten takes. I'll be honest. <laughs> yeah, yeah, completely. Yeah. Same with me. Yeah, which except for Jared. Jared's Mister Smart. But um, yeah, like to our listeners, to everyone who voted, like seriously, it is it's fucking awesome. I can't say that in a thank you speech, but like there you go. Um, it's it's pretty. Pretty crazy to think that this can happen, Colin. Just quickly, so the the interview um, with oh. Colleen, which can I just I just love the fact that her name was Colleen, and I've often jokingly called your female version Colleen. So I'm thinking like, <laughs> okay, like what's what's going on here? So basically, what happened with that? So the reason why it was just me, and again, I don't even know how much of it they could air with me because then I started having technical issues <laughs> when Colin got kicked off. So um, not to ruin the illusion of the Sports Podcast Awards interviewing people for I don't know if we're meant to be talking about this. Did we sign an NDA? I don't know, but. Um, Basically, so it's all like, hey, guys, like, come on here, let's talk. And Jared was, like, fast asleep or getting ready for work. or some excuse. He just he doesn't do any work on the show. Um, so they're about to start recording. They're about to start interviewing Colin and I. And then for whatever reason, Colin's, like, internet or something just doesn't work, even though you were, like, in a really good spot. So then basically the producer guy's just like, Colin, you suck. Go away. We'll just interview Ben. Uh- <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in all fairness, they gave it a couple tries. They did. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it, like it, it honestly, it was it was ridiculous because uh, typically when you, we we've done tons of recordings, you know, sometimes with athletes and something goes wrong, you know, I'm, you're you're still trying to figure out how you're going to avoid that going forward with your current uh, recording setup. Hey, so but, far, touch wood, it hasn't done anything. So like, it's going to fuck up now that we've said it. <laughs> But like uh, we kind of joked afterwards, like yeah, they were just determined to get me off of that thing because you know when something's going wrong typically because uh, when, for example, when you start freezing up, uh, you'll probably see me start freezing up, you know. Uh, But like I'm testing my internet speeds as this is going on, and it is flawless, and my laptop is not lagging; it's responding perfectly. And the funny thing is, I, I I had no clue what was going on for a while because you guys sounded perfect. 
And, and typically you will get that. If, if there's a problem on your side, something's going to be choppy. And the only thing I was seeing was the producer's feed had completely cut out and everything else was fine. You and Colleen, completely normal. So I'm trying to wrap my head around still like, was this, did they just not want the Canadian on there? I mean, is this a blame Canada thing? Like, what's the problem? But it just it, had it, you it, on mute. Everything was fine. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it was secretly me. I just wanted to talk about myself. So I was like, oh, fuck off, Colin. Fuck <laughs> exactly. Off, Colin. Fuck and off, Colin. of course, <laughs> Of course, Ben's and, and I, I, I kind of said that to Jamie afterwards. I'm like, what are the odds that if somebody was going to go wrong on this interview, it wasn't Ben for a change? You no. Know? And then, of course, it happened. You messaged me as soon as it was over. And you're like, the second you were off, it started happening to me, too. And it was it was weird, too, on my end, because like generally, yeah, when I this stupid setup I've got at the moment, so it kind of freeze or go laggy. It's, it's not just Zoom. It's like the whole computer. Like, even if mm. I move the mouse, it's kind of like, going, and you're like, oh, God, here we go. <laughs> Whereas, like, it was sort of doing the choppy, freezy thing, but, like, I could move my mouse. I could switch between windows. Like, everything yeah. was going fine. So I'm like, like, huh? Um, so, like, you know, you don't usually shut me up. So I just kept talking. And then there was, like, a, so, again, like, literally at the time of recording this, like, we are releasing this, like, mere hours after the ceremony. So, I don't know how they've put the ceremony together, how the interview's even going to... For all I know, they could just be like, hi, I'm Colleen, I'm with Ben. Congratulations. Thanks, Colleen. All right, back to the rest of the awards. Like, <laughs> just a freeze frame of your face. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, like, we haven't seen anything. We don't know how it has all been put together at the time of recording this. So, um, yeah, fun, fun times. Jared, of course, he's like, well, glad I didn't go on that. Uh, you know, kind of there. They wanted um, you to. We should mention to Jared. They were like, oh, it's really unfortunate that Jared couldn't join us. They open with you. Like, they talk about you, Jared. Like, the opening line Colleen's talking about is about you. So, like, I mean, God, you just can't even just be avoided, essentially. Um, <laughs> we, when, did when not- we did a separate interview that'll actually yeah. get played. It's <laughs> <laughs> all a scam. Well, that's you got what they did after- by Michael Johnson. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> after, after Ben and I's fiasco, they, they're like, let's just go directly. straight to the yeah. source. Let's go to Jared, okay? Yep. <laughs> We're yep. going to finally see this, Ben. And so we are here with off the podium creator and sole host, Jared Lubick. He's like in a room with like Ian Thorpe and like Dawn Fraser. <laughs> Estella Decker's there, Michaela Schifrin's there, everyone, like all these icons. Uh, the award ceremony is from Jared's living room in a tuxedo. They bring the award straight to him. And he's literally like, I don't do interviews, but look at all my besties. Hi, Michael <laughs> Phelps. Yes. Uh, <laughs> and it's like, oh, God, Jared, if you did some work, then maybe we could get these people on the show. All these people deigned to come over because they knew they wouldn't get cursed coming in. <laughs> do, you, do you think that like now moving forward, when we actually approach athletes, we need to leave with like, Hi, Michael Phelps. We're award-winning podcast off the podium. Would you like to come? And now they're like, oh, well, now that you've won an award. Um, we I was, was going to ask if you're, you're, you're adding that to your signature because when you email these athletes, you have like everything you could promote the show in in your signature already, which is well, smart. I mean, I, I remember when we first started going for interviews, uh, you know, I, I didn't have an official signature, but I would put the, the title of the show, I would put links to our you know, Facebook, our uh, transistor feed or whatever in there. So people see this is a legit show. So it would make sense to add you know, sports podcast winner, best Olympic podcast, 2022. It's um, when we used to approach people like, you know, we, I would add the line in of like, you know, just the background on the show, like, we were named like back when all we had was a number four on the top 25 feed spot <laughs> Olympic podcast. Like, and we were fucking chuffed with that. Um, 
So, yeah, I think maybe we might have to try that now. Just, you know, award-winning podcast. Um, one thing I'll say before we sort of wrap it up is... Um, <laughs> I don't know why I was thinking of this. Because for all I know, we're not going to get... Like, is this actually a trophy? I don't know if there is or not. Um, <laughs> who gets it? Uh, <laughs> do we just share it around? Is it like one of those things like when you win, like... I don't know if any of you have been in, like, team sports and sometimes, like, you'll get a trophy and, like, say, like, you each get it for, like, a month before, like, you know, you kind of do it there. It'd be different when we're in three different countries in the world. But, like, I mean, who gets it? Jared, obviously, because he's, like... Um, <laughs> but, I, I just... Yeah. I'm having flashes to the Simpsons episode where Bart and Milhouse and... Uh, was it Martin bought the radioactive man comic yeah they, yep, they couldn't yep. share it <laughs> just yep. the three of us in a tree house uh, can you check on the boys they're fine as they're strangling each other I'll, we'll chop it in three and we'll basically yeah. <laughs> or, or maybe it's like the oscars maybe because there's three hosts they will each give us an award so you know I, but I, i'm not expecting a trophy sports podcast i mean actually no i am fuck it give us something good all right i want like gold i want a medal on it <laughs> yeah true. In, a, in a uh in a cereal box <laughs> let's be honest whoever gets it's not getting it till like the paris olympics anyway so um yeah. it works that way um i don't really have anything else to add uh just thank you to everyone who voted the other nominees congratulations uh the other winners of all the other categories congratulations us winning the overall sports podcast awards yay go us um yeah jared i don't know if you got anything else to to add and anything that we've talked about really for the last hour or so no, just the same stuff, echoing what you said. Uh, thanks to the fans, the athletes. Thanks to you too. You obviously do put in a little bit extra work than I do uh, in terms of interviewing people and organizing that. So, so that's appreciated as well. Yeah, and, and Bono and The Edge really did a good job with the interviews. So... Um... That's a U2 joke. Haha. Ha. Uh, Colin, uh, <laughs> I would like to formally apologize for that last joke and off the podium. Yeah. That was. <laughs> they just revoked the award. Oh, what's this text? Oh, that's the doping award. Uh, no U2 jokes. Um, that was pretty shit. Come on. We, we, that joke was not worthy of an award winning podcast. You know, you hear that sort of stuff on Eurovision. On the scale. Yeah. <laughs> 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 And if you like that type of humor, listen to the qualifying lap coming soon in 2027. Uh, Colin, anything else to add? Uh, I mean, really the only reason that uh, I think that this episode needed to happen in the first place is just so that we would have more than 20 seconds to thank everybody. Because, you know, we could sit here and say, oh, isn't it great that we put together this show that's now been running for six years and that we New York Times and award winning now. But like, honestly, whoever out there voted for us, Thank you for ignoring our stupidity. <laughs> Thank you for enjoying whatever we, we, by complete luck, managed to entertain you on. Because uh, you know, I, 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 I'm not saying that we're not worthy of this award, but I mean the, the fact that when we look at the competition we were up against, and that there were that many people, and I don't even know the full numbers, but I know the Sport Podcast Award they put out there, like what was it across all categories? But you're looking at twenty thousand votes or something like that. So, you know, we got to have at least a thousand there. And uh, the fact that that many, thank you, Jared, (laughs) all Jared, all of Emu Plains voted. And then there were about 800 more on top of that. So So I don't have uh, time for interviews, you know? Yeah, exactly. (laughs) He's going door to door. Will you vote in the sports podcast? (laughs) Um, I, I did start getting to the point where I was plugging it too. Uh, where I was telling people, you know, hey, we're up for an award, which you know, that, that just shows how excited we were for this. Uh, I remember uh, uh, two, two of my nephews, 
actually tell them we're up for an award and they thought oh for the oz network and we're like no 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 for off the podium <laughs> what's that and i'm like it's another show we do about the olympics you know i sent them the links and it's funny because i doubt they even voted this was like right before the voting closed because i sent them the links and then i failed to tell them where they would find us on there <laughs> I'm like oh we're gonna be because they didn't even know what off the podium was i'm like oh great they're not gonna know what category to, they're gonna be going to best soccer podcast and vote for some <laughs> random thing in there they're gonna vote for chris jericho <laughs> instead of me but uh but yeah like they're, they're you know obviously we we opened our show with uh for knows how many episodes with vote for us in the sports podcast awards but unless people were already listening to the show i mean we weren't gonna have that many people so whoever voted like we can't thank you enough and and again all the athletes uh that have supported the show it's just incredible to, every time we see an athlete is liking a post we have on social media or replying to something that you know we've put out there or coming on the show or sending in their pictures afterwards all that stuff i mean that's kind of the biggest honor we have um and then of course for the sports podcast we're just creating this because you know again you're exposing so many different podcasts out there that people wouldn't really realize existed or i think all these have their own niche fans and now they can see how many other shows are out there that they can discover on other sports as well. It's fantastic. And it's been an incredible opportunity to even be part of the nominations and this whole process and to be able to come away with a win and say that, you know, we're on the podium. I think that's the biggest honor. And also a shout out to the Oz network. Great show now with one Patreon. So, um, <laughs> in may, all may fairness, we, 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 we had more that we lost along the way. <laughs> Yeah, um, and will there be an off-the-podium Patreon? Um, maybe, but I think the issue with off-the-podium is we don't exactly play uh, music on the show that is not exactly copyright-free, so I think we kind of have an issue if we start making money off it. Um, and maybe but we maybe we need to jump this train of winning an award, or maybe we can make some money off this now. <laughs> Evil show. Um, but, yeah, maybe we'll see. Um Thank you for tuning in, everybody, to this uh, self-inflation episode. Um, uh, our 250th episode of Clip Show is very soon, so you'll have another one coming up. But, uh, it, like, obviously, we're sort of doing weekly episodes at the moment. This is kind of just like an additional episode because tomorrow, uh, literally minutes after listening to this, you're going to be hearing another episode. Sally Pearson. Like, who cares about winning an award? Sally freaking Pearson, two-time Olympic medalist, Olympic gold medalist, uh, multiple world champion, one of Australia's uh, brightest brightest stars. She's retired now. Uh, one of Australia's <laughs> biggest stars. Uh, so, great chat with Sally. Um, so, that's going to be dropping uh, in hours, both uh, here on audio and over on our YouTube channel as well. But um, just a bit of a tease and see what we've got in a few weeks. So, uh, some big names coming up. After Sally Pearson, Stephen Bradbury, if you don't mind. <laughs> Um, you know, good to have connections when you work with the guy. So, uh, you know, yeah, we plug his beer for a while, but it's also a good chat. Uh, so look out for that uh, next week. And then as I sort of alluded to before, uh, Dean Hewitt, Tyler Gilau, Curlers, they're back. Great chat. Uh, there'll be a video version of that one as well. And then Colin, you did a couple. Teaser two that you did as well, because you, you've done Australians and Canadians. Yeah, and uh, I would put both these in the categories of you got to listen to it because it's that entertaining. Uh, Sophie Ash, who uh, kind of surprised in her placing in the moguls uh, for Australia during uh, the last Olympics. Um, she was an absolute blast to talk to, and uh, we may or may not. She, she kind of has a little bit of success on the side in the art realm, so I may have uh, um, guilted her into sending in a picture, so we'll see if she comes through for that. And That's then uh, two- She's not just sending you pictures. 
Um, yeah, exactly. The autographed photo of uh, Jakar Anthony signed by Sophie Ash. <laughs> that would be what we do for Patreon. But <laughs> we do do that for Patreon and other shows. But uh, anyways, um, and then two of the cyclists that we talked about uh, during um, during Tokyo, Kelsey Mitchell and Laurent Genet, uh, the both medal for Canada, kind of surprise uh, medalists that we had. Uh, not only do we have it together, they're literally, I can't wait for the video version of that because literally they're in the same room. They live together. And I thought they were joking, but like, no, no, they literally live together and they're in completely inseparable. And uh, I think that the best thing about that is having a, an interview with two people on the show who have no problem poking fun at each other. So that will be the thing to tease for that one. And Jared, who have you got coming up on your interviews after those, <laughs> those two? <laughs> You know, so, so many guests to talk to, so little time. Um, what was my podcast? Uh, Finland is the new orange. Yeah, something like that. So, yeah, we just, remember just our jokes. Hard at work in the in the uh, pre planning phases of that. So look out for that to drop in the next well, uh, in the next year. One thing actually, I want to tease with the Dean and Talia, which is actually hilarious. Um, we we get into a, a bit of a tangent talking about like as you know all jokes aside about us being the ones that discovered them they've obviously done a lot of interviews since so like kind of we have a section where we talk about like what are the questions you always get asked and they're kind of like oh we're sick of these aren't the topic actually comes up of are you guys actually together like and it's actually quite a funny way that the question comes about so i don't want to spoil like kind of how it comes out and the answer to it but like it comes up and it's actually quite funny so um not that you need a teaser to listen to them because they're, they're fantastic but um it's 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 just funny where colin you're saying about how they have no you know your two are no fun of making fun of each other this is just like a unique topic that comes up and it's sort of like i feel this needs to be talked about more but maybe it doesn't get talked about as much as as you think it would so uh yeah, well, maybe I'm just a perv and I just apparently want to get into athletes' <laughs> private lives. I'm like, so tell me, what do you do outside of the Olympics? Um, the real After Dark version off the podium coming now that we've won an award. That's um, our Patreon. Exactly, exactly. Uh, outside of those interviews, stay tuned. We've got some great stuff. We'll keep teasing it. Commonwealth Games later this year, we'll do a World Cup episode. We'll maybe do some more rankings. We'll do some stuff. We won an award now. I guess we kind of got to remain busy. So, uh, Thanks again to everyone who, who voted. Uh, the other nominees, uh, congratulations on your nominations to the Sports Podcast Awards. Thank you. Thank you to everyone. Thank you to Essa Ledecker. I thank you to my thank you speech. Thanks to Chloe Esposito all the way back in 2016. Bat Horse, uh, Ryan Lochte, um, <laughs> Michaela Schitfren, Lindsay Vaughn, like, you know, all the ones that we've bagged out over the years. As Jared said, mostly it's all in good fun. Um, you know, I've, I've forgiven the French, but fuck the British. Uh, the English, the English. Sorry, not the British, the English. Um, we love the Scots, the Welsh, and the Northern Irish. Um, the rest, yeah, cool. Um, but yeah, Colin, thank you. And, and for, thank you, Colin. Thank you for being on this show. You mean a lot to me. It's so thank great. Thank you for being a friend. Cue the music. <laughs> You've got a friend in me. <laughs> You've got a friend in me. And Jared, thank you for all the effort you put in. You're such a busy man. And uh, let's do Euros Vision this year, shall we? Yeah, let's. You know? Let's. We'll the words you've the been waiting, minute, but the intentions are there. You've, you've been waiting for me to say that. Maybe we'll get Alex back. How, how's Alex doing? Do you think Alex is alive? Still haven't heard from him in a while. Who knows? You think Fingers Noah crossed. will actually show up to Euros Vision for the no. first time in seven years? <laughs> Noah and his Bob Dylan impressions. I don't know. I don't think we're ready for them to return. What was that? What was that first Euros Vision year with Boggy? Bring back Boggy. That, Noah was on that one, wasn't Boggy, he? Yeah. Oh God, Noah and Eurovision, that lazy bastard. Um, 
like, subscribe, do all that. Vote for it. Oh, wait, I don't have to say that anymore. Um, shout out to Jason Momoa. He's been involved in the last mm-hmm. few. Um, and, uh, yeah, we'll be back, um, Sally, tomorrow and everything else. Uh, put a sock in at Mountain. And remember, go left. Go left.